Hi everyone, this is Dr. Damien Marucci, plastic surgeon in Sydney, Australia. Today's podcast deals with minor surgical procedures, what you can expect, and the potential risks and complications. By minor surgical procedures, I mean those conducted under local anaesthetics uh, in the rooms, usually things like removal of moles, small skin cancers, cysts, and scar revisions. Because the surgery is being performed under local anaesthetic, you don't have to fast, you can eat, drink, and be merry, right up until the time of the surgery. I ask all my patients to have all their medications as usual, including blood thinners, whether it's warfarin or aspirin. If you were to have a heart attack or a stroke as a result of stopping a blood thinner, due to a minor surgical procedure, I don't think you'd be very happy, and I wouldn't be happy either. So although there is a slightly increased risk of bleeding afterwards, that risk is completely acceptable. And so I ask you to remain on all of your blood thinner medications. Unless the surgery is performed on an arm or a leg, you can certainly drive to and from the procedure. One of the main concerns patients have with surgery is pain. The local anesthetic will last for many hours. When it wears off, you may need some Panadol, maybe some Panadine, but you really shouldn't need anything uh, stronger than that. There is a very small risk of having a reaction to the local anesthetic and any anesthetic does put strain on the heart and lungs, but obviously a local anesthetic minimizes the potential risk to the heart and lungs during the surgery. All surgery involves scars. Scars are permanent, and scars tend to be red, raised, and lumpy for many months after the surgery. Hopefully after that time, they'll settle down into a fine white line. You do need to be patient with scars. They do take a few months to settle down, and different people scar differently, and scars mature at a different rate in different people. Some scars can be raised, some scars can stretch, some scars can be indented. Sometimes there's a little lump at either end of the scar, which is called a dog ear. That does tend to settle a little bit with time, but occasionally it does actually need further surgery. Some people experience abnormal wound healing, where they have an overproduction of scar tissue. At its mildest form, this is called hypertrophic scarring and does settle with massage. At its more severe form, some patients may develop a keloid scar. This is a, uh, a benign proliferation of scar tissue which extends beyond the border of the scar and it itself often needs treatment, whether it's massage, silicon, injection of steroids, sometimes even further surgery. Keloids tend to occur in particular racial groups. So dark-skinned people are more prone to keloids than non-dark-skinned people. They tend to occur in patients who may have a family history of keloid scarring. And they also classically occur in the cape distribution of the body or on the earlobes. They're not particularly common on the face. I will give you information regarding scar management after the sutures have been removed. But generally speaking, massage, which begins three weeks after the surgery, is good. And that can either be done with vitamin E cream, silicon oil, or biogel. I ask you to avoid the sun. And I ask you to treat the wound normally. And you can begin applying makeup again once the sutures have been removed. Other risks of surgery include bleeding or bruising. Bruising is very common. So I would suggest not having surgery just before you've got your nephew's wedding or the like, 
in case you do have a significant amount of bruising. Bleeding is not particularly common. Should there be any troublesome bleeding, I ask patients to apply firm pressure to the wound for 10 minutes and actually have a look at the clock and make sure it's a full 10 minutes. There is a small risk of infection with any kind of surgery. I don't routinely prescribe perioperative antibiotics unless patients have diabetes or have some sort of implantable device. And in which case I'll give you a script for antibiotics, which I would ask you to start taking on the day of the surgery. As with all surgery, there is a risk of damaging nerves or blood vessels. This is not particularly high with minor surgery under local anesthesia, because we're not going particularly deep, so it'd be very unusual for uh, a major blood vessel or nerve to be affected. When I am removing moles or skin cancers, there is a small risk of not getting all the skin cancer or mole out, and therefore the cancer or mole could recur. My success rate for skin cancers out is over 95% on the first occasion. That still means there's a one in 20 chance that I may need to go back and take a little bit more skin. That would obviously involve further surgery. Even if the cancer or mole has been completely removed, there is still a very small chance of it recurring, which is why you will need further follow-up appointments for surveillance. There are situations which I've discussed already in this podcast, such as dog ears, incomplete excision, uh, or other unforeseen things such as uh, wound healing issues that may mean that you may need further surgery. If you have any questions at all about the potential risks or complications of minor surgery, please don't hesitate to contact me. Thank you very much.